Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a promo for The Astrolic Explains. A podcast where I, Chris, a non-scientist, ask astronomy questions. And I, Alfredo, as the astroholic, try my best to answer them. So, Doctor, what are black holes? Why is Pluto not a planet? What's up with the sun's poles? Why does Jupiter want us dead? Is Betelgeuse going supernova? How is the universe going to end? Can we hitch a ride on an asteroid? Is there Chris, life- this is a 30-second promo. You can find The Astroholic Explains on all your favourite apps or follow at The Astroholic on all social media. You're listening to Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. I was talking to a friend of mine recently about how I'm worried I'm turning into a grumpy old man. I go to bed early, I wake up early, I've got a routine, I do stuff, and I've started to get set in my ways. I think lockdown might have a lot to do with this, though, as the range of things I can actually do is suddenly very limited. And one of the few things I can do, or could until recently, was go to the gym. It became a nice outlet. There were people around so I could feel social without actually having to talk to anyone, which is my favourite kind of social, if I'm honest. Especially if they happen to all be muscly and sweaty too. So I've been going to the gym quite a bit, and one of the things that annoys me is that my local gym chain only makes you wear a mask when you're not exercising. Which makes no sense to me. Because... When you're exercising is when you're most likely to be breathing hard and spraying any potential germs about the place. It's a bit like saying that you only need to wear a condom during foreplay. It makes absolutely no sense. Anyway, I was ranting all this to a friend of mine who listened to me go on and on about it for a while and then said, bit rich to moan about people not wearing masks when you're sucking dicks in the showers. And I just want to say that that is completely different because... Shut up. He went on to say that he was super jealous that I ever managed to do that because it had never happened to him. He'd never had a guy hit on him in the gym, let alone get squirty in the showers afterwards. I tried to explain to him that the reason it happens to me is because I make it happen, or at least I make space for it to happen. So I thought I'd give you a little how-to guide on how to get your rocks off at the gym. Because, you know, it's a victimless crime. Why not have a bit of post-workout fun time with some sexy man you just met? It's cheeky, it's naughty, it's technically illegal, so while it is a victimless crime, it is not a punishmentless crime. So, before some Muppet gets themselves arrested and blames me, the author wishes it to be known that this podcast series is intended to be entertainment only. Nothing contained herein is an incitement to breaking the law. Anyone who does break the law after listening to what I've said is entirely by their own choice and at their own risk. Basically... Don't do any of the things I'm about to tell you about, because doing them would be bad and breaking the law. And no one should risk breaking the law just to rub one out with a stranger in the showers, even if it is fun and not hurting anyone and a great way to end your workout. It's still bad and naughty. So, on with the probably true guide to gym shower hookups. I think the main thing, like I said, is to make space for it to happen. Not as in, like, drawing a line across the floor in the changing rooms and only letting people on your side if they're already on their knees. 
What I mean is, be aware that it's a thing that might happen and be open to the idea of it. Most people in the locker room will be paying little to no attention to anyone else in there. That's fine, that's pretty much the normal way of it, that's what the locker rooms are for. So anyone who isn't doing that, anyone who's looking up whenever a new person walks in or occasionally catches your eye across the room, might be interested in more than just soaring their clothes somewhere while they work out. They also might not. You never know. And you can't make someone be interested. The best you can do is try and give off a couple of subtle signals. See if they're picking up what you're putting down. It's things like eye contact, a bit of a smile, a flash a little flesh their way. See if they look over. Don't stomp over to them with your knob out, shouting, Need somewhere to hang your towel, sweetheart! Or anything like that. If they don't react, don't try harder. Can't stress that enough. They either saw you and didn't want to know, or they didn't see you because they don't want to know because they're not looking for that sort of thing. You gave it a go, it didn't go your way, so accept that and move on, gracefully. Certainly don't make a tit of yourself in front of everyone. And I think we all know which massive loser I could mention there. I'm not gonna. Another tip, when you're showering, maybe keep your cubicle door open. Just a smidge. Doesn't need to be a lot. We're not going for full-on Amsterdam red light district style window performance. Just enough for a glimpse of flesh as you rub yourself down and soap yourself up. That way, anyone looking for it will see it, and anyone who isn't will just walk past oblivious and assume that you're just showering and forgot to close the door properly, or there's something wrong with it, or they won't even notice. If they're not looking, they will not notice. The most important thing in all of this is not to scare the straights. If it's done right, any straight dudes around will have no idea what's going on, and that's part of the fun. It's also key to not getting beaten up or arrested. It's the balance of subtlety and confidence that's key. It takes a little time to learn, although that said, the first time someone did come on to me in the showers, he just walked straight up to me naked and rock hard and waited for me to notice. It was enormous, so honestly it was quite hard to miss. We'd been chatting and flirting a lot on Grinder though, so we knew he was pretty much in there. Not in there, but in there. Anyway, one advanced tactic that I have is to take a very small towel. It's one of those gym-branded ones that they tend to sell in vending machines. It's about the size of a tea towel. It's only meant to be used really to wipe the equipment down after you've used it to get your sweat off. But it turns out that that's the only towel I can get into my gym bag, so I couldn't bring a bigger one even if I wanted to. Hands tied, really. And the reason I use a tiny one like this is I can use it to cover my modesty when I want, but I can't do that and dry my hair, for example, or any other part of me at the same time. So there's going to be moments when my great big enormous penis is flopping around for everyone to see. And if someone catches an eyeful of me drying my hair with my willy waving about, then that's entirely up to them, isn't it? It can be fun to see who's having a quick glance every now and then and who's not. It's important to remember that almost every trip to the gym will not end in any kind of shenanigans, even if you're a super skilled shower slut. That's because it's a gym, not an actual fuck place like a sauna. Ooh, a sauna. If your gym has a sauna, that's not a bad idea. Still, it's not going to happen every time. Most people, probably 99% or more, are not there for any kind of naughty fun times. They're there to lift heavy things and take photos for their Instagram like civilised people. So, don't go expecting it. Just leave room for it to happen, perhaps, if you're lucky. And you don't have to do anything, even if there is someone there waving their wang at you. Sometimes it's nice just to know that the option is there without actually having to act on it. 
And there are many reasons why you might not want to. You might have a date later. There might be other people around. You might not want to get caught. You might have a meeting that you need to get to. You might not fancy them. Loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of reasons. Don't feel that you have to justify not wanting to get sexy with some random in the showers. It's not essential. Sometimes just the attention's nice. And it's very important to be aware of other people and make sure that you're not making anyone uncomfortable. The changing rooms are where everyone goes to be naked and not everyone is comfortable being naked. And that space is not necessarily for sexy fun times. In fact, it wasn't designed for sexy fun times. It's just that we pervy gays have come in and made a thing of it. It's a shared space and that needs to be respected. Subtle signals are sexy. Overconfident is obnoxious and a creepy. I couldn't think of another O word. Anyway, nobody wants that and you'll soon find yourself banned from the gym or beaten up or both because public sex means being respectful of others too. I read a lovely example of this actually where there's a group of gays who all use a local cruising ground occasionally to get their rocks off and they also voluntarily meet up early in the morning on weekends and go around that area tidying up all the sex litter and rubbish like condoms and lube packets and whatever so that anyone out walking a dog the next morning or taking their kids to the park or whatever doesn't have to deal with everyone else's fuck rubbish. I think that's lovely. So keep that in mind when you're in the gym. Think of it like a stealth mission in a video game or a heist movie thing. It's not enough that you do the thing in the place in this case, get horny with a random in a cubicle. It's also that you do it and no one else knows. If they do, then you've failed. The same principles apply for public sex anywhere. Be aware of your surroundings, don't do anything if you're gonna get caught, and clean up after yourself afterwards. In the gym showers, that means not leaving a snot rocket up the wall for someone else to have to clean up. In the woods, it means taking your condom and your lube wrappers with you. Just basic considerations, really. And yeah, in your own house, be as loud and as sexy as you want. Make the windows rattle if you must. But if you're out in public, don't inflict it on others. That can be half the fun. Speaking of, if you do find yourself in the lovely situation of having some company in your shower cubicle, it's best to make it quick and quiet. You may very well want to savour the feeling of freshly worked out flesh against your own and spend a long time making sure you scrub every inch of his moist, quivering flesh as the soap suds slide down his bulging muscles, tangling in the light, downy hair as his breath catches in your ear and... Sorry, distracted myself a little bit there. Where was I? Oh yeah, stick to a quick fiddle and maybe a toot on his hairy bagpipes. Not just because the longer you take in them, the more likely you are to get caught, but also because showers and changing rooms in general tend to be quite echoey places. You don't want the echoes of your cheeks getting slapped reverberating around the changing rooms. Any loud grunts or groans or even particularly rigorous fanoodling may well be heard by others. This is especially the case for Americans, who it seems are physically incapable of not being too loud all the time. Like seriously, I was on a train with an American lover of mine once and we started getting a little bit sexy to pass the time. It wasn't a busy carriage, but we certainly weren't by ourselves. And I made a point of saying, you need to be absolutely quiet while I'm doing this. And then literally, the moment I fanoodled his pondubalizer, he went, ah. And when I told him to shut the fuck up, he said, I am, I'm being really quiet, ah. And then got really pissed off when I refused to continue. Anyway, my point is, Sneaky sex is great. That's the way to go. If you don't think you can get it done without other people noticing, don't do it. And another reason not to actually shag in the showers because you might be tempted to try using shower gel as lube. I wouldn't. You'll be farting bubbles for days. 
That was probably true. The multi-award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. It was designed to remind all of my queer siblings that we are none of us alone. You can find links, transcripts of every episode, and all that good stuff at probablytruepodcast.com. If you enjoyed or found value in anything you've heard today, you can support the show on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash probablytrue. And if you want to get in touch, just search Probably True Podcast on the socials. Today's Patreon compliments go to Declan Heather, who would definitely lend you some of his shower gel if yours ran out. And to Matt Dunford who would share his protein shake with you, if you know what I mean. I mean, he would let you have some of his protein shake. So thank you to those people for being Patreon subscribers. If you would like to join them and support this podcast, I would be extremely grateful. It is my only source of income at the moment. And you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash probably true. You only pay when I put out an episode. So when I have six months off to sit on my ass and not do anything, it doesn't cost you a penny. Whereas when I put out amazing episodes like the one you just listened to, I get a small donation from you as a thank you. Everyone's a winner. Patreon.com forward slash probably true. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 